Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This is the Falcoholic Podcast, the official podcast of the Atlanta Falcons on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I'm David Walker, and on today's podcast, we're going to recap some of the recent news in the week before the official first week of the 2021 NFL season begins for the Falcons. Let's start with the formation of the Falcons' first practice squad. Now, a couple of caveats here. The practice squad size in previous years was 10. It is 16 this year, same as last year. Likewise, NFL teams are given four spots where they can protect those practice squad players that they cannot be poached by other teams. Um, That will be the case again this year as well. And the Falcons have announced 15 of their possible 16 practice squad signings. So this is a little bit um, uh, mysterious. Uh, We're not sure what they're going to do with that final spot on the practice squad. Although we do have uh, some speculation around that, and that's something we'll watch at the Falcoholic over the coming days. But here are the initial 15 players uh, who have been signed to the practice squad. And only one, uh, this is really interesting, only one of those players has come from another team. Uh, and that's going to be Quinton Bell, who is coming over from Tampa Bay. Otherwise, all 14 of the remaining players on the practice squad spent time with the Falcons this year in training camp and in preseason. So uh, the Falcons apparently liked what they saw. Or they weren't compelled by any players on any other teams enough to favor them over the guys that they saw in camp. So something to keep in mind. So here's the list. Uh, offensive lineman Willie Beavers. Uh, many of you may remember we thought he was going to make the 53-man roster. Well, they've put him on the practice squad for now. Um, as I mentioned, Quentin Bell, uh, outside linebacker, was previously with Tampa Bay this year. Inside linebacker uh, Emmanuel Ellerby. Running back Dante Foreman. Wide receiver Jawan Green, who finished the preseason pretty strong, uh, had the touchdown pass uh, from Josh Rosen in the final preseason game. Uh, Running back Caleb Huntley, again, one of those guys that uh, when he didn't make the roster and we're a little bit surprised by that, uh, we thought for certain he would be on the practice squad, and he is indeed, and he was one of the first players signed. Um, Safety, Dwayne Johnson Jr., who uh, Mike Rothstein from ESPN noted throughout camp, uh, looked like he was playing pretty well. I think this is an instance where the team favored uh, the veterans they had at safety and the draft picks that they had at corner, uh, and they felt like they could stash Dwayne Johnson for a year. Uh, Even though he played pretty well, may have deserved a spot uh, at the back end, I think this is an instance where they felt they could get him onto the practice squad, and indeed they have. Offensive lineman Sam Jones, uh, offensive lineman Ryan Newzel. Newzel is somebody that we thought could be a potential dark horse to make the back end of the roster. Um, he actually had a really strong uh, preseason, one of our highest graded offensive linemen uh, by PFF. Uh, so he is a name to keep 
uh, in mind as someone that could potentially get promoted during the season, uh, especially if there are injuries, and we all know how the NFL is. Uh, so he is a name that uh, is on the practice squad. Wouldn't surprise me if he becomes one of the protected players. Um, all right, outside linebacker George Obina. Uh, tight end John Rain. Uh, many of you know that uh, he was my dark horse pick to be tight end four. Uh, the Falcons ultimately went with just three tight ends for the uh, 53-man roster. Uh, John Rain, I thought, uh, played a little bit better than Parker Hesse, who is currently on the COVID list. And uh, Hesse could return and actually be put on the uh, 53-man roster. We'll see how that plays out. Um, but Rain is on the practice squad. I think they liked enough of him to uh, at least want to keep him around and see how he can grow and develop. Uh, defensive lineman Chris Slayton. Uh, wide receiver Austin Trammell. Uh, Trammell was someone that uh, really showed up early in camp, but an unfortunate injury took him out for an extended period of time. Uh, it looks like the Falcons did like what they uh, saw initially from him, uh, so he is on the practice squad as well. Tight end David Wells. And finally, cornerback Chris Williamson. Williamson is someone that, again, uh, looked good early in camp, maybe fell off a little bit as camp progressed, uh, but he is on the practice squad. Now, uh, something to keep in mind is, again, that open spot. Um, you know, we at the Falcoholic think that they're probably not going to carry all three quarterbacks uh, on the 53 man roster for the entire season. Uh, I think it probably makes sense that they're going to stash Felipe Franks onto the practice squad at some point. Uh, they're only right now running with uh, eight offensive linemen on the 53 man roster. That probably should be uh, nine, and given the recent injury, uh, which we'll cover here in a second, um, that really sort of reinforces the fact that they need more depth at offensive lines. So that is the initial practice squad. Again, uh, one open spot. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, keep in mind, this is <laughs> initial. We're not even to the first uh, regular season game. This portion of the roster, these 16 guys, is probably going to rotate uh, throughout the season as it does every single year. Uh, but there are some promising players that did look good in camp, uh, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. All right. Uh, I mentioned the injury, uh, and this is incredibly uh, unfortunate or fortunate, depending on what you think of his play. But uh, presumed starting left guard Josh Andrews broke his hand uh, in practice, and he has been placed on injured reserve. Now, that sounds arguably worse than what it is because uh, the injured reserve rules are the same as they were last year, and it's a change from the norm. Uh, number one, an unlimited number of players can come off of injured reserve now. So in the past, it used to be that you could only take uh, two players off of injured reserve in any given season. Well, with the COVID rules, you can now bring back as many players during the season as you want. So uh, you don't have to put them on season-ending injured reserve. Secondly, uh, you can bring back a player as soon as three weeks. Uh, 
the old injury reserve rules required a player to be out at least six weeks if you're going to bring them back. Uh, so Josh Andrews with this week uh, and then next week being the first uh, week of the NFL season before the first games uh, could come back after about four weeks. And it depends on the severity of the injury, depends on you know whether it needs surgery or not. Um, he could come back in, a, in as soon as uh, you know four weeks, so after the third game. Now, uh, right now, it looks like rookie Jalen Mayfield uh, will probably be the presumed starter. However, the Falcons did put in a waiver claim for offensive guard Colby Gossett. Um, Gossett was a uh, 2018 sixth-round draft pick of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he was waived, and the Falcons put in that waiver claim, and they did get him. Uh, so it looks like Gossett will be on the 53-man roster, at least for now, taking up that spot that ja Josh Andrews was going to occupy. Uh, so at this point, the Falcons still only have eight active offensive linemen on the roster. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to sign someone else to add to the 53-man roster, and then, as I mentioned before, pushing someone like Felipe Franks down to the practice squad. Um, an additional addendum to this is it looks like the Falcons may also be placing Kendall Sheffield, uh, cornerback Kendall Sheffield, on injured reserve. Um, this was a move that many of us thought would happen, and it was kind of surprising that he was put on the initial 53-man roster, even though he hadn't played this entire preseason. He's missed almost every single practice. Uh, apparently, the Falcons now are going to be placing him on injured reserve. Uh, the injury is not disclosed at this point. Uh, we'll see what they do to fill that spot. They went into this 53-man roster with 11 defensive backs, which is a, you know, one more than what we expected. We were expecting 10 between the safeties and the corners. Four safeties, uh, six corners. So Sheffield going on the injured reserve potentially opens up a spot maybe for a fourth tight end. Um, again, maybe for an additional offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. Um, but if he does go on injured reserve, uh, again, that's going to open up a spot on the 53. And it'll remain to be seen uh, what happens with him, whether they try to bring him back after the minimum three weeks, if he needs to stay longer. Uh, Sheffield is a very intriguing story we're going to watch at the Falcoholic. He had a terrible second season. He really needed this training camp to show to the new coaches and the new owners, uh, the new managers that he could be a viable um, corner for them going forward. And he's just been uh, unable to, to perform due to the injury. So uh, a player will definitely watch, but looks like he is possibly going to injure reserve. Um, finally, in what is <laughs> arguably one of the strangest pieces of drama for the Falcons going into uh, the first uh, week of the NFL season, um, on Wednesday, they released uh, longtime long snapper Josh Harris. And uh, many Falcons fans were freaking out. This move made no sense. Well, it turns out Thursday morning, they re-signed him to the roster. Um, so this was maybe some sort of uh, salary cap maneuvering uh, by Terry Fontenot. Uh, but the, the nationwide panic is over. Josh Harris was cut and he has been signed back to the Falcons. So uh, we will go into the first game with a reliable long, long snapper. I can't believe this is a story that actually uh, happened in uh, less than a 24-hour time frame, but here we are. Uh, and finally, uh, the Falcons, uh, the signing of Josh Rosen, turns out that he is being paid essentially the minimum. 
Uh, he's got a one-year deal worth $850,000. The details of that uh, did come through on the NFL Players Association site uh, per uh, D. Orlando Ledbetter. So Falcons are paying their backup quarterback uh, less than a million uh, right now, which is uh, exactly what you would expect. Uh, so good for him for making the roster, making an impression. I'm still not convinced that he's going to stick for the entire year. We'll see. Uh, some quarterbacks did become available, but uh, it looked like the Falcons did not pin, put in any claims or try to sign them. Uh, so it looks like for now they're going to stick with Josh Rosen as QB2. We'll see if that changes. Um, my inclination is it could at some point during the season. Um, but right now, Josh Rosen is QB2. All right, guys, uh, that's it for this quick update. If you've got questions, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at FalcoholicDW. Uh, we've got updates for this podcast at Falcoholic Pods. Follow us there. And, of course, our articles daily at thefalcoholic.com. This is Dave Walker. Thank you guys for listening in. We'll talk with you next time.